I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's Light the Tower. Your daily look around the world of sports. With Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Texas Longhorns, Craig Way. And Horns 24-7 insider, Jeff Howe. On your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, the Horn. And that one is lying to left field, a base lying to left hit. And now they go backhanded and dropped by the third, by the left fielder Vasquez. That's going to enable... Powell to reach second base. Campbell scores on it. A double down the line to left, and the Longhorns jump to a one to nothing lead. Here's the stretch now from Zitzer in the 2-2. Swung on, and that's lined in the left field, a base hit. Thomas around third. He'll score. Carlson with good wheels. He'll steam into second. So the single of a bunt, a stolen base, and a double by Tanner Carlson to left field, and the Longhorns now lead it 3-0. Here's the 1-0. And that is lined in the left field, a base hit by Gilbat. Trotting in the score from third is O'Dowd. Stopping at second base is Powell, RBI single from Garrett Gilmet, and it's 5-0 Longhorn. Running from first goes, and the pitch is a ball, and the throw to second, and now they come back to the plate. The tag is there. A sitting duck at the plate is C.J. Castillo, and the inning is over. Here's the payoff pitch to Thomas. Daly away from first, and Thomas swings since a high fly ball to left. Right, way back to the warning track. Say goodnight to it. Jared Thomas hits it over the right field wall on the Comal Street. His second home run of the season, and the Longhorns now lead 7-0. The 2-1. Swung on, there it is. <laughs> Down the left field line. That'll fall in for extra bases. Campbell will race to second. And he will stand there with a double. Dylan Campbell, the hitting streak continues. It's now 20 straight games for D.C. Here's the two-ball, one-strike pitch. Swung on, and that's through on the right side of base hit. Kennedy with an RBI single. Scoring from third is O'Dowd. Kennedy's going to race for second. Head first slide. He's in there. It is 8-0 Texas. And the 3-2. And that's lined down the left field line. That's a fair ball. That's inside the line. Another Peyton Powell opposite field special. Ropes it inside the line. Eric Kennedy scores from third. Powell has his second double of the ball game. That one to drive in the 10th run, and it's 10-0 Texas. Powell, the runner at second base. The pitch to G. Swings here and hits a ball well. Out toward right. Back to the warning track, and it's off the wall. Rounding third, Powell will score. Gilmet slides in the second with an RBI double. Sixth run of the inning is crossed the plate. And Texas now leads it 11 to nothing. Here's a ball hit well by Daly. Out toward left. Back to the warning track. Say goodnight to it. Mitchell Daly is homeward now in back-to-back games. 1-2 to Whitehead. And Ace drives one back up the middle of base hit. So Whitehead with his second hit. And that's going to score two runs. Boogie with an RBI single to drive in a pair. And it's 16-1 Texas. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Here's the 1-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Vasquez strikes out. Kobe Minchie closes it out. And the Longhorns will win this one in a run rule shortened seven innings tonight at UFC Udish Falk Field. 
One run scores in the seventh inning for Texas Southern on two hits, and they leave them loaded. The final score tonight in seven innings, the Texas Longhorns 18, the Texas Southern Tigers 3. That was a long day's journey in the night. Uh, hours worth of rain delay. Maybe the most picturesque rainstorm I think I've ever seen. And um, and then the storm continued on the offense for the Longhorns as they went on and they won the ball game. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Light the Tower on the Horn. 1049-1019 AM till 60. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. My name is Craig Way. Glad to have you with us. Uh, Jeff Howe will be along shortly. Uh, thanks to our uh, producer, Cameron Parker, who put together that highlight montage. Lots of highlights to sort through. There were 10 doubles in that game. Four in a row in the nine-run uh, inning for the Longhorns in, in the nine-run third inning for Texas. So it was a, four consecutive doubles at that. So it was it's a bit much. But uh, – uh, the uh, Longhorns went ahead and uh, got the win, and now they uh, get ready to go back in the conference play. Somebody on the Specs text line, uh, it's a fair question, and we always try to uh, get to all of your questions on the text line at 337-3776, Somebody said, oh, I, I've watched the Longhorn baseball games the, the last two weeks. My number one thought is it would be great if they could spread out this dominance a little. I have no idea how a team can win two games combined 37-3 to and then get swept by you by OU. Hopefully this weekend series will be better. It's a fair question. Uh, first of all, it was 38-3 because they had 20 runs uh, uh, a week ago against Abilene Christian and 18 last night. Um, but uh, seriously, um, you know, it's – uh, you have to take into account the caliber of opposition. Now, having said that, Abilene Christian's a pretty decent ball club. We talked about that. They were up six to nothing on Texas Tech last night in the fourth inning when the game got shut down due to rain out in Abilene, and it was a very vague statement that came uh, from Texas Tech about it. When we looked on the website, it said uh, something about a plan to. Uh, resume play because they suspended. They did not say it was a no game. So they said um, the two teams uh, will plan to complete the game, but no date and time on that. So I don't know if it'll if it'll be finished or not. But uh, my point is is that the Abilene Christian team is actually pretty decent in a contender in the WAC. Uh, Texas was on its game last Wednesday with a twenty to nothing. Texas Southern is obviously from. Uh, the Southwestern Athletic Conference, and uh, while this is one of the uh, better teams from Texas Southern that the Longhorns have faced, uh, clearly they weren't up to the challenge last night, and and Longhorns got the win. In between is an Oklahoma team that uh, we warned about this last week, and uh, and, and 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 even with the advance, uh, you might say advisory. Uh, I don't think anybody yourself included, expected Texas to be swept and maybe not even lose the series. I thought it would be a hard-fought series, uh, but uh, to be swept, nobody obviously expected that. And uh, this Oklahoma team is better than what the record showed. And again, if you got too hung up on first place versus ninth place, that kind of thing, you kind of are, are missing what's happening in the league because it has been very... Uh, very competitive. 
And 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 now they go to Fort Worth to take on a TCU team that came back from Morgantown, West Virginia, having been swept and uh, getting run ruled in the last game. But all they did last night was turn around and be Dallas Baptist, who's number nineteen in the country, and went in at thirty one and nine, and had a five to three lead in the seventh inning. And TCU came back and uh, got a grand slam home run and went on and won the ball game. So uh, these teams are still formidable. Uh, There's still, if you look at tournament projections. Uh, that several are still listed as being in regionals in the NCAA tournament field now. Um, you know, for um, several uh, folks, I know one of them, uh, and uh, people who follow Longhorn baseball pretty, pretty closely uh, know about uh, Longhorn Mama, and she had tweeted at me, but as I mentioned yesterday, my Twitter's down uh, for a bit. Someone tried to hack into it, and now Twitter's like, eh, we'll get back to you if you if we get all this sorted out. And if they don't, you're pretty shortly, I'll just get a new Twitter handle and let everybody know. But she asked me, you know, I, I'd heard you mention something about uh, the regional uh, projections and and uh, Texas, uh, you know, could they possibly be a regional host? They were projected to host a regional as late as last Friday. Then, of course, the weekend series happens, and that changed. Uh, I've seen a couple of updated regional projections. They do not have Texas hosting. They have them as a two-seat on the road, and we'll get to those uh, coming up as well. Uh, but uh, that's just part of what uh, happened. They're, like uh, the SEC took took some blows, uh, you know, uh, last night, and they're clearly the number one rated RPI conference in the country. Um, LSU lost at home to Nickel State. Uh, you uh, also had Arkansas losing to Missouri State. Auburn lost to Troy. Uh, it, it happens in midweeks sometimes. Uh, our, our man CB on the Specs text line points out Texas A&M lost to Sam Houston 9-2 to uh, last night. So, you know, those things happen certainly in the midweeks. And, and then the other, the other uh, you might say, um, dynamic that happens in the midweek games is that quite often a team that you normally would think would be heavily favored and would and would blow out the team uh, is is pitching several midweek guys to get them work. They need to get them working games, and that was the case last night. By the way, you know DJ Burke got his first start as a Longhorn. He'd been used exclusively out of the bullpen. You know it, he was at uh, San Jacinto last year and only started one game. For San Jack last year, he was almost exclusively a reliever. Same thing with Texas. But he started last night, but it was a designated start, so he got the win working a couple of innings. But it was going to be a night where several different guys would get an inning or two. Less than than uh, would have been originally planned because the game was called after seven innings. Uh, the, both head coaches agreed on a 10-inning run rule, which, and I've been asked about this, uh, that's not a given in non-conference play. In fact, West Virginia and Penn State did not invoke one last night, and, and West Virginia won fourteen to two, but they did they didn't uh, put one in the play. So uh, they it, it's up to the coaches on non-conference. It only applies depending on the league where you put it in. In the Big Twelve, the ten run rule only applies to the last game of a series. So. Uh, you know, they, it, on usually that's Sunday uh, on the getaway day uh, with travel considerations and things like that. That's that's normally the way it works. Somebody asked me on Saturday when the doubleheader was going, 
the the, uh, the run rule wouldn't come into play today. When yes, and I said yes, it would in the last game, not in the first game of the doubleheader, but it could in the last game because it's the last game of the series. That's the conference rule. Doesn't matter whether it's on the back end of a doubleheader or a, or a single game or whether it's Saturday or Sunday, whatever it is. If it's the last game of a series, a conference series, then the ten run rule comes into effect. If you're up by ten or more after seven innings, the ball game's over. Non-conference is up to the coaches. Uh, to decide, and usually, usually, at a courtesy for one another, they don't broach the subject until it gets where it looks like that could be in play, like in the middle innings, and then word is sent over either from one dugout to the other, and usually it comes from the team that's trailing. They'll send us, "Hey, do you guys want to, you know, call this thing off after seven? If you're up by ten or more at that point, that's that's how that usually works on that. So, uh, just some thoughts on how that goes uh, on the Specs text line. Victor says, "I didn't realize uh, Dylan Campbell's dad played for Texas Southern. Pretty cool, yeah." Uh, so, um, anyone else notice? Here's something else. Anyone else notice some players not throwing up the horns to occupy left field after home runs? Like I hadn't noticed it. Um, you know, uh, I, I will say this in the case of Jared Thomas, it was only the second home run of his college career. So he might not have, if, if, and and I don't know if he was one of the ones that you're referring to on that. Uh, but you know, I, I, I hadn't noticed it. I I hadn't noticed it, uh, off of that. Uh, and, uh, and didn't, didn't see it from Mitchell Daly. But again, that's, you know, I, 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 I'm not really looking for that kind of thing, I'm 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 not really looking to to see you know if they're pointing to a specific area or throwing horns up to a specific area. I think the the, the last time I paid that much attention to that after a home run might have been uh, <laughs> after uh, Cody Clemens hit the leadoff home run against Texas A&M in the Saturday night winners bracket game of the regional, and when he rounded third and he threw up the horns looking into the Texas A&M dugout. I think that's the last time I remember seeing uh, somebody do that. So um, I, I haven't I haven't noticed it. And uh, maybe our friends out there in Occupy Left Field are, are, are perhaps looking for it a little more closely to see if that's the case. I hadn't I hadn't noticed it though. I, I have not I hadn't seen that. Uh, but that doesn't that didn't mean it does or is or isn't happening or that there's anything going on. I know this. Uh, they had some pretty intense conversations on Sunday uh, as a team, uh, both with the coaches and away from the coaches. So those guys were, you know, trying to put it back together and, and get ready for uh, this series in Fort Worth because it's an important one. Uh, for Texas, not necessarily in terms of for for those of us, and I, I totally get it for people who who look at it, who are painting it with the brush of you know winning the Big Twelve or um, you know being a regional host or something like that. Not necessarily from that. This is more about uh, just trying to uh, get your momentum reestablished again and not allow your perception in the eyes of say the tournament selection committee slide even further you know that that kind of thing and whether they have indeed slipped off the edge 
for uh, being a regional host. And like I said, I, I've seen two regional projections where they're no longer listed as being host. That doesn't mean that's the final ballot. Uh, there's still three conference series and a non-conference series to go. There's other games to be played. Uh, other teams have other games. We just ran down to some of the struggles that happen uh, in the SEC, happen in the ACC uh, as well with some teams. So, still a lot to be played, believe you it or not. You just need wins. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. The man with that philosophy is none other than my co-host, the pride of Northwest Williamson County, proud graduate of Florence High School, uh, you know him best for his outstanding work at Horns twenty four seven. That's Jeff Howe. Um, oh, this was a this was a difficult morning getting in, and and, and I was going to say, uh, but but we had we had a couple of uh, uh, questions immediately about uh, about the baseball team, so that's why I was diving into the specs text line. Right, but sure. but but um, this is a difficult morning. Uh, it's a difficult morning for the commute. Commute, no matter where you were. Well, not north, just, south, central, no matter where you were. Yeah, it was a difficult morning. Not just for the that. Commute. I'm uh, my physical condition isn't helping any. Cause are I, are you battling something? I, I I've told you for the last couple of weeks. You know, I've had this little back issue. Right. And normally I'll get these little twinges, and they'll kind of just go away on their own mm-hmm. after a few days. This I think I'm needing like an Arosti appointment because this one is not going away. Uh, it's yeah. it's actually getting worse. So, have people put their magic fingers on you? I realize, Greg, I'm all, I forget that uh, I'm almost 40, and it's time to start getting stuff checked out. And my body's probably telling me different things. You do realize you're talking to a 62-year-old man here. Right, you know, that's, you, that's, that's, the 40 get, is, get you know, 40 there. sounds still relatively, really Well, I feel like young. 40 is the new 70, so that's how <laughs> I feel like somebody's. So two things other than that. One of our employees here at the ARN Compounds, her last day in the building, yeah. so I was talking to her in the hallway for a little bit and then she's great uh eric rains nearly hit me in the face with a dog treat so no oh, okay. two thumbs up for that okay yeah it's a wednesday morning yeah uh, uh i said unintentionally by the way don't be tweeting at eric rains yeah um and like i said don't be tweeting to me right now because i can't reply can't answer got no active twitter right now because your, of are that. You, your tweets are broke uh they are and i've i've tried to uh you know log on log back in get it reestablished again and uh, can't get anything going on it yet, so I'm not going to give it too much longer. I'll probably I have a feeling I'm going to wind up, you know, just bailing on it and and starting a, a new. Yeah, back in uh, back in my newspaper editing days, the reason why I phrased the question that way. Yeah. Back in my newspaper editing days, I once had somebody because we would go to print Monday morning. I had to drive it over from Florence to the Taylor Daily Press. They would print it. And I had somebody come to me about seven o'clock Sunday night with a column. Normally, I would get this column emailed to me. But I had it, it was written out on sheets of just your standard yellow legal pad, yeah, like five yeah. or six of those. I'm like, what? What? what is this? Well, I can't type it out. I'm like, well, why? Something wrong? Yeah, my words are broke. Like, what? What? My words are broke. What? Yeah, my conf- Oh, oh, Microsoft Word doesn't work. Okay. Uh-huh. Your words. Words like Walmarts. So now Walmarts. Uh, yeah, I think, what was the one your mom went with? On the Walmart? Uh, that was Dave Garrett's grandma. Oh, Dave Garrett's grandma, it, okay. She used to say Walmarts with a K. With the K and it was S. Like, yeah, Walmarts. Yeah, my and, wife's grandmother goes Walmark, no S, just yeah. a Walmart. And then I've heard other people say Walmarts, with a, with a, like Walmart <laughs> with a T but with an S, and just pluralize it. We're going to go down. And, you know, when we were kids, J.C. Penny people, we, we used to say we're going to Penny's. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't yeah. say going to J.C. Penny. We were going to Penny's uh, when you would do that. 
you know. So <laughs> I like this why. text. So please give my apologies to Jeff for the goose chase on the Athlon Sports article on the number one quarterbacks yesterday. I went searching after the exact statement from the OU writer yesterday. Yeah, I this uh, sir or madam or texter sent me. I think it was a, a male. Our, our texter uh, sent me the link on Twitter. Said here, here's the article I'm talking about. Yeah, it was from 2022. Oh, so that's why I couldn't find it yesterday. Okay, all right. There were great hopes, obviously, going into this. But that the season. one I found was uh, Jalen Daniels' one, and it still yeah. had Quinn in the top three. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. So there you go. Uh, as Cooter says, Monkey Wards. Yeah, people used to refer to Montgomery Ward as a Monkey Ward. The first real, um, let's just say, the first real substantial television purchase I ever made you that you personally made that I personally made okay. and, and 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 our good friend Tom McKay uh <laughs> just texted on the text line what timing he said perhaps the fans should get over themselves it's not about you enjoy the game and shut the hell up <laughs> it sounds like Tom uh but Tom will get a kick out of this the first uh significant television purchase I ever made and this is going to be mid 80s I just got married and we had uh Lori and I had two TVs at the time uh and and she had the better one it was a 19 inch color TV nice and I had this small one so we go to Montgomery Wards down off in Winwood Village there in in the Oak Cliff area of Dallas and go down there and I got one it was an RCA and it was like $300. And I was like, really proud. It was 26 inches. I was like, wow, I got a 26-inch colored TV off of that. When you see the stuff that Tom and his staff have, it's it's, it's amazing by comparison. But you, ever, you ever bought anything on layaway, put on layaway? I haven't. I know others who have. That's, I, how, that's I, how I bought my first substantial, made my first substantial TV purchase. Oh, you did, you? Did the you layaway know, deal? Layaway at Walmart. Little, at little Walmart five bucks, at ten Walmart. bucks. At a Walmart, and I think it was like it was like a four hundred dollar, five hundred dollar TV. I think we did it like in three payments or something. something okay, like yeah, yeah. It wasn't like I left the thing there for a year and it's like here, here's two bucks. Put uh, on my tab. Uh, my in laws call Sonic Sonics. <laughs> yeah, see, it, it, and it's pretty easy to pluralize. You know, I, I used to kid with Bucky about this, like because Bucky, Bucky will pluralize lots of things. He used to say BK Roads, and I said, "What? Do you, no, there's only one road." It's not about B Cave Roads. It's it's one road, B Cave Road, B Caves Road. Now, you know, that, or it's not B Cave Roads. So he would, yeah. He, so like our, one he of used our, to say that was his Pennsylvania upbringing once they moved from North Carolina. One of our former coworkers who had a nickname based on his legal name, and Bucky just went to the redundancy department. What do you call it? The Department of Redundancy Department. Thank you. Yeah. I always get that. I, I always just let you take the wheel on that because I'm going to screw it up. Well, somebody said to me yesterday or the day before when I was – uh, reading off some of the, the great things from Total Men's Primary Care, and it says in the copy, as well as, like three times. And so I, I kind of read it, and then somebody said, stop saying as well yeah, as. Yeah, and then I said as well from, as in response. <laughs> yeah, it's from the, and then they said uh, from the Department of Redundancy Department there. So anyway, you were saying. No, I just did Bucky oh, yeah. just like to go to the redundancy. He did. The Department of Redundancy he, he did. Department. He did. Uh, <laughs> I had some of my, my T.O. called Kmart. Came apart. People do that with Texas players' names, like the Steve Edmonds, Steve Edmonds thing. Just, I just really wanted to throat punch somebody whenever that would happen. Mac, look at the <laughs> Aaron Humphreys, Tony Jeffries. He called. He called. 
Called Rod Rob one time. Yeah. You were in there for that. You were there for that. Lax Furniture. Remember that? It says Lax was the best layaway spot. The next time I see Quandre, I need to ask him about it. I never understood. As long as Mac has known that family, I never and still don't understand the Quandre Quandre thing. Yeah, Quandre. I think that's Tennessee dialectic more than anything else. That's the dialect really okay. from Tennessee. Mac always Mac was a Missouri guy. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that's the the dialect thing. Uh oh, there's your favorite text handle. Uh pooped eleven times one day. Says Thank you very I, much. I like to take the plurals and change them to singular. Honey, I'm going to the low. <laughs> Be back. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Now, now the whole thing about New Braunfels and New Bronzeful, that's just flat out butchering it. That's just New Bronzeful. Yeah. Adding letters that don't need to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Mother-in-law says H-E-B's. I'm going to H-E-B's. Uh, and so it's in the nineties, right after my wife and I bought our first house, we decided to buy a new, bigger TV TV. We bought a 32 inch TV. I remember we seriously discussed taking it back because we thought the screen was just too big. <laughs> You know what else, too, Craig? That uh, Quan Crosby. <laughs> I, I love my LG TV from uh, AV Consultations. Yeah, but that 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 TV I bought from Walmart was a Vizio. Yeah. I bought that thing in 2012. Yeah, still have it. Still, still works. Go in another room. Put another it's room. uh, it's in the the guest bedroom in our house, which oh. is where Charlotte just puts her stuff and did, did, watch TV in there. Did you first notice it on, as somebody pointed out, the internets? The internets. Yeah. Uh, I bought it offline. Well, no, you went online and bought yeah. it. If you were offline, you would not have internet yeah. access. So yeah. I'd be here all day doing those. Somebody said, remember service merchandise? I do. Service merchandising. Where do you at? Wilson's. And, uh, they had am, I, uh, am I just out, out, of, out of my mind, but was there not a Montgomery Ward in... Uh, Capitol Plaza at one point in time. I think there was. Was there? Yeah. Back, Man, I back remember. I remember with the Toys R Us that used to be there. It's the most magical place on earth. Yeah. Somebody said, "Hey, it, it, it's Chuck E. Cheese's." You know. Uh, well, I and, told you my name yesterday for CC's Pizza. Yeah, don't. I don't. I'd rather you didn't repeat that. Well, I understand people are that's, getting that's, ready to take a lunch break and whatnot. Yeah, so. that's probably. And then, and then, Victor, and am I right about? I guess yeah, Victor's saying I'm right about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, somebody, somebody else uh, uh, pointed out. This is something we talked about the other day. People uh, said we'd like to add an extra R to Whataburger to make it Waterburger, <laughs> just Waterburger. Yeah. Uh, now, Victor, that, I like Google Machine. I, I like saying the Google Machine, the Twitter Machine. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's something that is different. So I said, Captain Caveman says my TO says Walmart instead of Walmart, like GW Walmart. You know, uh, so uh, and and uh, there's a people today will never know the true enjoyment of moving a 60 inch projection screen TV up a flight of stairs. I'll tell you who does. Brutal. Our man Tom. Brutal. He's been down that road. Brutal. He's done all of those. So yeah. Uh, 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 I said, uh, I, I can't stand when someone says I could care less. No, it's supposed to be, I couldn't care less. Hey, you know before, right? yeah. before we hit the break, I can I, can I get yeah. something cleared with you? Yeah. But uh, as our, for our grammar police discussion today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've Googled this cause I've had people tell me I'm wrong, but I've Googled this. Okay. It is both. And, and this is Webster's oh, or whoever. Is this butt naked versus buck no, naked no, 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 again? No. And like I said, there's a difference between naked and naked. Yeah. There is no difference if you prefer to say chomping at the bit or champing at the bit. That somebody said the other day. That's right. Okay. 
because I I've written chomping at the bit in articles. People are like you're wrong. It's champing. I'm like, well, every online resource I've looked up tells me I'm right and that both apply. Both are acceptable. Thank you. That's from Craig. So next time somebody corrects me, just know Craig Way says you're wrong. Bill Shunning used to get mad at me for saying cornucopia. He would say cornucopia. And we looked it up, and both were acceptable. Li- library, library, library is another one that short circuits me. Yeah, that, that's just that's <laughs> just wrong. That's wrong. I hear somebody else. My granny called Walmart Walmart. Yeah, that's see, Happy New Year versus New Year's, and of course, daylight saving time. Most everybody says daylight savings time, but it's not. It's actually daylight saving time. Hey, somebody point out Montgomery Wards is still. Alive online. Here's somebody who worked at the Montgomery Ward at Capitol Plaza. See, I, I knew I was right. That he said while taking a break from UT, that experience led me back to UT really quick. I will see your experience that <clears throat> and raise you. Wiener King? No, no, Wiener King wasn't that bad. I keep telling you, it wasn't that bad. You were the king of wieners. Uh, um, well, uh, the uh, no, I I will see that Ask and me raise about you. My wiener. Between semesters, when I first came out from North Carolina, between semesters of college, I worked for a freight airline out at Love Field, offloading uh, auto parts from from a freight airline to load into an 18-wheeler to go to the Ford plant in Carrollton. From eleven at night till seven in the morning, out on the tarmac. Yeah, we talking about the, the that, that was kind of like my uh, my FedEx when I worked at FedEx for a summer, unloading trucks. Yeah, not fun. When your workday starts at like two a.m., it's yeah. a little it's a little rough. Hey, I say this too. Um, I think everybody at some point in their life, like Tamara and I have talked about this with Charlotte, like when she's old enough. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she. I want her to have a job through college, both because both of us worked through college. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think it humbles you real quick, like. Before you get into your career, yeah. if you work like a job like we're talking about, or like a retail job, like right. you work, you go work retail for a year mm. or two, yeah, that'll retail like our Montgomery food. Ward texter said, yeah, fast food something, yeah, go work in one of those industries, yeah, yeah, and that ain't, that ain't easy, yeah, that ain't just punching the clock. Uh, <laughs> my dad would call a battery battery. Uh huh. I've heard that before. Uh, yeah, uh, I sound out the letters. Together for H E B sounds like Web, calling it the Heb. Uh and uh it's so so as I remember you could buy five dollar Texas football tickets at Tom Thumb before it was known as Randall's. Well, Tom Thumb is all over the Dallas Forward Metroplex. It's the same company. Randall's, which I believe began in Houston and when it expanded, so there were Tom Thumbs and Randall's, and there's still plenty of Tom Thumbs. In fact, my oldest son <clears throat> was dressed up as Tom Thumb for Halloween once. The grocer Tom Thumb, the one with the where he had the hair slicked over the side and had the smock on and had his and had the pencil in the ear. Uh, it was a really cute Halloween costume that uh, yeah. Laurie did for him when he was really, really little one time. It's somebody says it's realtor, not realtor. <laughs> it's veteran, not veteran. <laughs> and then I love this about the TVs. We had a twenty six inch zenith with a bottom solid mahogany console and the damn oh, yeah. thing weighed about 600 pounds uh yeah <laughs> the, it just shows you like where how far we've come in terms of you know children's safety like you know we're all worried about oh what if this flat screen fell over on our kid which some of these things are pretty light mm-hmm. yeah, our parents never worried about the the 50 pound tv toppling over that's fine yeah have that like on a tv tray and we're we're good to go 
Um, yeah, uh, somebody else said they had one of those. It, was, it seemed like it was about 3,000 pounds. Uh, yes, there is only one S in New Braunfels. Um, so my, my, my sister and I used to get a big laugh when my mom would take us to, uh, I guess, Wieners instead of Weiners, the department store. Yeah. Uh, on Ben White behind what used to be the th- theater, now it's Blazer Tag. There's a Wieners over in Round Rock, too, okay. right, uh, right off of uh, <clears throat> 79 in Mays. So my wife, There's H-E-B right there. My wife gets mad because I call family dollar, dollar families. My kids used mm-hmm. to always say, just say the dollar store. We're going to the dollar store uh, when they were little. No, Texter, there's no sports today. We're not going to talk sports at nope, all today. not happening. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, meaning of folk in Coleman, where the Allsips is. They said it rained two inches last night. Yeah. Cameron, you good back there? Yeah. Just didn't know if you were falling asleep. Or... I'm still alive. Hey, right. you're, you're pooped 11 and one times guy. Is once in a... what, is, what the hell is champing at the bit? It's an old phrase about a horse that's really eager, and he's chomping on you know the bit that's in the teeth. But the dispute is over how that's pronounced, champing or chomping. That's where that comes right. in. Right, okay. And both are acceptable. They are. Uh, coming up... <laughs> there's other great other great things uh we'll we'll take those uh submissions uh on the specs tax line at 337-3776 but we do have a longhorn notebook coming up uh we also have inconceivable this hour and uh yeah we, we'll get to some sports oriented types of things coming up when we continue here on light the tower well you. we're going to drag you kicking and screaming into it here on light the tower on the horn 1049 1019 am 1260 live local and digital on the horn app and hornfm.com I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Craig Way and Jeff Howe light the tower. In the early 70s, this would be like one of the first guitar riffs that guys in garage bands would learn. Deep Purple, Smoke on the Water. This is Light the Tower on the Horn. Craig Way, Jeff Howe with you. Producer Cameron Parker alongside as well. And it's time now for our first of two editions of the Longhorn Notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Let's go ahead and get your daily Max Acemas update. Is there one? Well, I think it's the fact that I've made some calls in the last 36 or so hours. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the fact that either Kansas State has either done one of two things. They've either accepted defeat in the Max Acemas recruitment or hmm. they are just flat moving on. Hmm. Uh, it seems like one or the other. I, I don't know. I don't think they've completely given up hope yet. I mean, I look, you have to keep the door open, right, as talented a guy as he is. But it does seem like they've started to focus their efforts on Tyler Perry from your alma mater from North Texas. He's yeah. a really good player yeah. for Grant McCaslin. And I know he's been sought after by multiple schools. Including Texas Tech. Right. So uh That's Tyler with an O, by the yeah. way. Yeah. 
yeah. T-Y-L-O-R, Tyler, period. But it's pronounced Tyler. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I I just don't know, Craig, if there's anything to update other than the fact that uh, I'm expecting this to happen at some point. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when. But I do know that e- everything I continue to hear, I haven't heard anything other than Texas feels good. I know that's kind of the same thing, one same thing I said up yesterday, but that's all we got to go on right now. Well, there's two, to, depending on which academic institution you're referencing, but there are two to three weeks of a semester left. Yeah. So some guys, there's time. Some, some guys, guys are wait. done. Yeah. They're done early. Like I know Dylan Mitchell and Tyrese Hunter, they're out in LA doing draft prep. Uh-huh. Uh Dylan I know is done. Yeah. And Tyrese uh I think is I think finished up earlier this week. Yeah. I think or was close to done. And and sometimes it deals with uh getting projects finished and yeah. things like that. I was, I was talking to my son who's now a senior at Midwestern State and he was talking about a, a couple of different things and he goes, "Well, I'm done with that class." And I said, you're done with it? And this was like a week ago. And I said, aren't there like isn't there like a month to go in the semester? And he goes, yeah, but we've done all the work that that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I, I think, an online class as well. So he said, yeah, we, we're done. So, yeah, it, it sometimes it happens that way, the way some classes are done. And Craig, so Texas has reached out to you because uh, whether they get Max Asmus or not, they need guards. Mm-hmm. Like guard, uh, even if Tyrese Hunter comes back and you get Max Asmus, you still only have two guards. Mm-hmm. For this next season, so one of the guys they've started to reach out to, one of the more, and keep in mind, one of those dates to file away the transfer portal deadline, the deadline to put your name in the transfer portal mm-hmm. is May eleventh. Mm-hmm. So we're we're coming up on that date fairly soon. Chendo mm-hmm. uh, Weaver from uh, UTA, from UT Arlington, put his name in the portal recently. Texas has reached out. Whack freshman of the year. Nine point, I think nine and a half points a game, about four and a half rebounds, two and a half assists. Uh, a kid, a young man you saw play because he's a Mansfield Timberview guy, and they uh, mm-hmm. they typically make pretty deep runs in the yep. playoffs. We're in the state title game in 2022. Correct? Did Duncanville get stripped of the state title? Yes. They won in 22. Okay. Yes. Did it just did it get awarded to Timberview retroactively, or is it just vacant? I think it was vacated. Okay. Because uh, Timberview played uh, Duncanville in yeah. the state championship game, but you know he was a really good player at Timberview, kind of. A kid that kind of slipped through the cracks, but 6'3", 164. You, you look at the measurables. You look at what he did this year uh, for for what's been a pretty solid UT, uh, UT Arlington program. I think, Craig, he would kind of fill that void that the Texas staff was hoping to fill with Jaden Nunn from VCU. Uh, you, you look at Weaver, shot 40% from three this past season. Uh, he's got some length to him, got some athleticism. So that's really what the, one of the needs for Texas is. Can you get, number one, a shooter, and number two, a guard with some length that's capable of defending multiple positions? I think he, I think Weaver would knock out both for you. Would, would the math work out in the overlap anyway where he would have been recruited initially in high school by Chris Ogden? Potentially, yes. Yeah. I think there might be some overlap there because he's a class of 2022. Right. He's a true freshman this last year. Yeah. So I think they're probably maybe if when he was a sophomore or junior, yeah. maybe. Yeah. 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 Just wondered about that because that's what I'm thinking of, obviously, with UTA. Right. Right. But yeah, he's had, I mean, just pretty much every every Power Six program in the, in the state has reached out and multiple schools. As a matter of fact, did I have that list in front of me of the schools that have reached out to him? Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech, Texas, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, SMU, Iona, Ohio State, North Texas, Cal, Buffalo, Wake Forest, Grand Canyon, Vanderbilt, Arkansas State, Colorado State, Loyola, Marymount. Those are just the uh, schools he heard from 
in the few hours after he put his name in the portal. You think Iona is going to rise to the top of the list now that <laughs> Bro, Patino isn't there anymore? I'm going to guess that's going to be a pretty tough sell. Yeah. yeah. So the Max Aceman weight continues, but Texas, man, they need guards. Your front court, honestly, your front court is pretty settled at this point. Yeah. You, you With Caden Shedrick coming in, Dylan DeSue coming back, you're going to get Ron Holland in from Duncanville. Speaking of the uh, – te- uh, the. Uh, well, I, I totally brain farted on where I was going with that. We were talking about the Texas high school uh-huh. state championships, the UIL state championships. Uh, Ron, you got Ron Holland coming in, Brock Cunningham, and Alex Anamekwe coming back. I think maybe you might need one more, and I think it would be uh, developmental is not the right word to use, but I think a multiple-year forward that has some nice projectable tools, maybe not a high-level producer right now, but a guy that you look at and say, okay, he's got some projectable tools that – after this year, you know, kind of a learning year to play behind DeSue and Shedrick, and because you know Ron Holland's gone after this next year as well, you know, let him learn, and then for that 24-25 season, then maybe he's ready to be a front-line guy for me. By the way, Brock Cunningham also gone after this year, so whoever they take, I, I'm going to go ahead and guess it'll be somebody that's got multiple years left that they feel like is willing to maybe play that, that secondary role and then jump into a big-time role the following season. So other than that, you know, okay. after that, your front court settled, and then all the focus shifts to to guards. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and there is uh, your Longhorn notebook for this hour. Uh, a couple other submissions on the Specs text line about uh, pronunciations and also uh, about televisions. Here's somebody said my middle school science teacher pronounced it aluminum. Aluminum. Yeah, I've I've heard that before. Uh, uh, alumin, uh, oh, aluminum. I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I can't stand to hear 2 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, that's from the Department of Redundancy Department. Now I'll say there's uh, when you talk about the King's English, the proper English that's yeah. spoken across the pond, yeah. there are some things that get kind of lost in translation. Mm-hmm. Like over there, when they're talking about a math class, mm-hmm. they'll say the maths. Yeah. That one really just made me go cross-eyed. The maths. The first time I heard them. Mm-hmm. But no, they say the maths. How are things in your in the maths? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Hey, go out to California. Every freeway uh, in Southern California, Southern California, is preceded by the word the. The five. The five. The ten. The ten. Uh, the 110. The Golden State Freeway. The, Which, the, the, the uh, yeah, the 405. We have the Californians to teach us that. The Californians. It's like the 405 and the 10. And, and I've heard people and seen things online where people said that's a Southern California thing, not a Northern California thing. But it's uh, the... The 405, the 10. Here's what I said. My mom uh, yeah, purchased nor, nor, my... The, the couple of times I've been in NorCal, I haven't noticed people talking that. that no. Uh, somebody said, my mom purchased my first Evil Knievel toy, a TG&Y. That's an old uh, department store like Montgomery Wards when we were talking about some of the old department store. Uh, I, we were bumped back with uh, Smoke on the Water uh, by Deep Purple. And uh, Grant said, someone tried to learn that tune in my apartment. They were terrible. God love my annoying neighbors. <laughs> and when we were talking about fractured lyrics, snow-covered walrus, for smoke on the wall, snow-covered walrus. Just like what's that song, <laughs> wrapped up like a douche? It's it's revved up like a deuce. That's a Bruce Springsteen song, Blinded by the Light. I don't know if that's <laughs> that's any better. That's... Well, it's like a deuce coop. Thinking like the deuce revved up, like you're revving up the engine your of a deuce coop. Stomach's getting, you know, 
right. <laughs> You're thinking of Deuce in a different way than the boss was. He was yeah. talking about a Deuce. I'm thinking Coop. Yeah, I understand. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, Manfred Mann's Earth Band, it was a hit with them in 1977, but it was a Springsteen, too. And By the I way, really... there's, a, there's, a different, uh, there's a difference between a deuce and what some days, according to what you guys were telling me yesterday, we were subjected to in the uh, the bathroom here on the fourth uh, floor. Yeah, well, it happens, yeah, unfortunately. Hey, somebody said they, they just say maths, not the maths. They don't say the maths? No, those are Brits who have expatriated to California, call it the maths, right? in Southern California. Okay. Right before they get on the five, they say the maths, right? No, short for mathematics. Uh, <laughs> and, Southern California is pathetic. Not a good example of anything. Come on, earthquake removal. Hey, the Dodgers are there, okay? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Brits pronounce it aluminum. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, rocket man burning up the peas in Arizona instead of, <laughs> with the fractured, he, Tom admits he's an angry old man. Well, at least you, you, you mentioned that Woolworths. That's there's enough. always, there's always though those song lyrics like, you know, whenever you and your friends get together, you haven't seen each other in a while. There's a song that comes on from like when you were in middle school or high yeah. school and you'll sing it and they're like, what did you just say? I yeah. said the lyric. It was this. They're like, that's not right at all. You're yeah. like, what do you mean? Like, you mean I've, for 25 years I've been singing the wrong thing? Yeah, and that's how it was uh, the, for me on some stuff, too. I mentioned that the other day. Uh, somebody said my tea would say sandwich. Sandwich. I'm gonna have a, I've, I've heard sandwich for a long time. It's my dad's big one. Sandwich. Yeah, a lot of people. I'm going to ask you a sandwich. Uh, so. Boy, there's food in there. Go get you a sandwich. Yeah. Somebody said Woolworths was the <laughs> worst at Woolworth. yeah. It's a Cotton Hill one, too. Did you ever see that one where he took, uh, he wasn't supposed to drive, but he took Bobby to the bar, <laughs> and Bobby's trying to get the waitress's attention. He goes, ma'am, ma'am, and Cotton's like, you'll never get anywhere like that. And some waitress is walking by, and he slaps her on the backside. He goes, hey, Missy, how about some sandwiches? <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't work so well I today. killed me 50 men. <laughs> I like the time on Longhorn Blitz where Matt Butler was trying to talk about Holton Hill, and he said Cotton Hill. Did he really? <laughs> and Rotten, I stopped him. I'm like, man, well, if Cotton Hill's out there playing corner, you got a problem. <laughs> you got a problem. It's, tough to, it's a little short. It's tough to flip your hips and, and run with somebody when you got no shins. No shins. They were blown off. And they, my shins blowed off. Yeah. <laughs> wash the truck. Told <laughs> you, blow my shins the... off. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Coming up, we have Inconceivable. We continue with Life to Tower on the Horn, 104.9, 1019 AM, twelve sixty. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Inconceivable. 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 You keep using the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. Okay. Uh, inconceivable arrives. Uh, but uh, a couple other things. These are just some good stuff. Like our man CB, you know, we'll talk about the fractured lyrics. You were a Kiss fan, weren't you? you? Me? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. I want to rock and roll all night and part of every day. <laughs> part of every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's several. Uh, somebody said, my pappy would say, I'll be back directly. Meaning directly. 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 My dad had a habit of just taking phrases and running them together as one. Really? Just a mishmash? Like when he would say, when he would want to tell one of us, what the hell is the matter with you when we do something wrong? It would just come out, doesn't matter you. What? Is that like the when people say the f word and they just kind of yeah put it slam on, it together cram it together yeah that's that's like that just like I said on my Facebook page the other day I I posted something that somebody else had posted 
think it came, uh, Linda showed it, but it came off somebody's Instagram where it said, Dear Autocorrect, it's never duck. It's <laughs> never duck. That's what hey, it speaking said. of stuff that's off kilter, why does it feel swampy in here? A little swampy. A little swampy because it's swampy outside. Look, I don't want to come to work and leave a swamp ass. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, a little bit swampy here on you. Uh, so, anyway, uh, there's there's several other things. Somebody said train How's the temp back there, de- Cam? Is it good? Yeah. It's always nice cool in there, back in there. Uh, you know, whatever else, you know, about remember Top Gun, remember that the song is high wave to the danger zone. So <laughs> Horrible song. Yeah, high wave to the danger zone. Uh, Jay Fizzle, Pink Floyd, we don't need no dark sarcasm. I used to think is we don't need no Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> uh, Big E51 says, how about Pure Prairie League? Amy, what you going to do? I thought they said, hey, me, what you going to do? I was wrong for a long time. Yeah, there you go. So somebody else's dad used to say, hurry up. Like Harry, oh, yeah, as yeah, in yeah. the prince. Harry, hurry up. All right, we'll, we'll hurry along here. Um, you're a sports collectible kind of guy. Of course. Do you? I, I, I can't remember if I've asked you this. Do you have any collectibles that are non-sports? That are non-sports. I have a couple. Do you? A couple, I have a couple. What yeah, do you have? That I got passed down from my dad. I have a signed Johnny Cash record. Nice. That still I need to hang that on the wall and yeah. find a place for it. I, I still, still from when I moved in the summer of twenty one, I've still got boxes that haven't been unpacked. So. Okay. Um, and uh, I have a nineteen forties Lone Ranger trading card signed by Clayton Moore that my dad himself. Had. Yeah. Wow, so that's uh, I got a couple wrestling things too. Shawn Michaels autographed action figure. I have a Mark Henry action figure that actually Mark Henry gave me one time. Wow, just passing them out down on uh, how would at you, the old place when we were doing the pregame show. How would you like to have the original handwritten draft lyrics to "We Are the Champions"? Uh, Freddie Mercury's own hand himself. What did he write it on? That's the question. Uh, just it just says it's being offered up for sale by a close friend of of uh, Freddie. She inherited his estate. In addition to draft song lyrics, items in the sale will include the pink star shaped glasses, similar to the dark pair he wore in uh, the "We Will Rock You," his Tiffany and Company mustache comb. His guitar, believed to have been used to write and record crazy little thing called Love. The waistcoat he wore in his final music video, These Are the Days of Our Lives. Um, so, And some other things as well. Uh, also, remember he had that crown, that jeweled crown, loosely modeled on the one that uh, King Charles III is going to wear in his coronation coming up in a couple of weeks. And the accompanying cloak are expected to fetch at least at $100,000. On that deal, he wore both for his rendition of "God Save the Queen." Looks like the one Booker T was wearing when he was doing the King Booker gimmick several years ago, or or the Wiz, you know. Oh, that they, one kind of went and, over your head. Or, 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 no, I, I got, I saw what you did there. <laughs> All right, or the Wiz and the uh, in Seinfeld, you know, the or the or the Burger King himself, right? Hey, I'll, I'll stop referencing pro wrestlers from the state of Texas, Craig. Whenever those guys start getting into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, well, you got one. You know, you got Stone Cold, right? Did he oh, get in? I don't know. I don't, I don't Maybe he didn't he get in. in. He was on he the ballot. Yeah. He was on the ballot. That's well, right. Thank goodness for that. Yeah. Um, okay. We had, a, we had a cool thing last night. I know you're not into the NHL. Um, you're you're in the NHL. Go Stars. Yeah. Did you hear what happened in the 
Game five between the Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Islanders last night. I did not. Okay. Uh, Islanders won three to two. So uh, it's Carolina still leads the series three games to two, but it's going back to Long Island, or some people up there would say Long Island, Long Island for, uh, for game six. You know, the big star, one of the big stars for Carolina, Sebastian Ajo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got sent to the penalty box last night. So did the guy for the Islanders. You know what his name is? Sebastian Ajo. Both Sebastian Ajos were in the penalty box same at time. the same time. Yeah. Or as the Canadians would say, side by each. They it's not were, like uh, when the Rangers had Rugnet, Rugnet Odor and they had his brother in the minor leagues whose name was Rugnet Odor? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is my brother Daryl and the other brother Daryl. Daryl's my other brother Daryl. Yeah. There's two Byron Youngs, um, one defensive. Well, they, I think they're East both defensive linemen. One plays for Tennessee, one plays for Alabama. So that'll be confusing in the NFL draft. Well, and then well, you have Bryce Young. Yeah, and then remember in the in National League Championship Series a couple of years ago, Will Smith, who's now with the Rangers, was pitching the Will Smith of the Dodgers. And I think the Will Smith of the Dodgers hit a home run off Will Smith of the Braves. Uh, in in that one as well. So, you know, oddities there. Okay. Got some weapons issues in an airport. Um, first of all, do you know what a vampire straw is? No. Do you know what a vampire straw Sounds is? Sounds like something I do not. I'd find unsavory on Urban Dictionary. I know you've seen it before. That is a vampire straw. Okay. okay. All right. It's a metal tool uh, that's classified as a dangerous weapon. It's uh, the company that makes the straw bills it as a self-defense weapon since it can be used like a dagger and it's beveled on one end like a straw. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Armin Nair was detained Sunday evening, charged with carrying a dangerous weapon, according to Massachusetts State Police and Boston's Logan International Airport. Can't carry that in your carry-on. And... and TSA New England said, this is a vampire straw. These items are not allowed in passenger carry-on bags. Passenger found that out yesterday uh, when he when it was confiscated and he was arrested on a state charge. Hashtag travel fail is what, is what TSA New England said. So can't carry a uh, vampire straw. I get the cute reference there because if you're sucking blood out of it like a vampire would... It's like a straw thing, you know, vampire straw. You know what else is not allowed to carry through airports, especially in Australia? Cannot carry this in Australia, mate. Marijuana? Uh, No. How about a golden gun? Remember the James Bond movie, uh... The Man with a Golden Gun? This is a true golden gun. And it was a woman taking it through the airport in Sydney. Like real gold, but that about a Sydney Howdy, you know, when they take a look at that. Still today, to our Australia bureau chief Craig Way for this inconceivable. You just can't carry that that gun in there, man. Sorry, um, twenty eight years of age. She did not hold a permit to import or possess a firearm in Australia. You know, as some of the toughest rules of gun ownership, uh, and it's illegal for a person to intentionally import firearms without prior approval. Maximum penalty for this offense in Australia is 10 years in a pokey. Um, so she was not identifying the statement, appeared before a local court. The, the, the gun was like golden, gold plated, and shiny gold. Did she think it was not going to show up 
In the carry-on? She was trying to accessorize and just forgot. 24-carat gold-plated handgun. Hey, now. Oh, that's a... It's highfalutin. High-level weaponry, I might add. You know, so... Highfalutin firearms. Yeah. So, uh, the country has really uh, implemented sweeping gun control measures after a lone shooter murdered 35 people, and that was in Tasmania. In hey, 96. When we, when we come back, I've got an inanimate object I want to bring up that for some reason the gold-plated gun made me think of. Really? So, yeah. I want to get to it after we come back, though. Don't want to make sure we've got time to discuss it. It's not a gun from the 90s, is it? Nope. No. Is it a gun from Australia? Not a gun at all. Oh, good. Okay. Something right. that made me think it all triggered something for me. So. Okay. All right. We have uh, hour number two coming up. Light the talent. He in a home.